It's pronounced Betch 32, and I will die on this hill. Ooh, okay. Uh, and I'm going to come, I'll, 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 I'll what, what's it called, steel man this for you? It's uh, Beck 32, uh, not Besh 32. Uh, Econo Alchemist, I don't know where you're from, but it seems like your family's like maybe French or some North African type, and they may sound a little different, but it's definitely Beck 32. Well, you know, geography is not my strong suit, but you're a world away. <laughs> I'm a anyone world who's been anyone who's been following me for a while knows I'm a greasy wop. Oh, okay. Well, you got your pronunciation then uh, of back thirty two is incorrect. So, batch thirty two. Welcome to Pod 256, a weekly Bitcoin podcast focused on mining, energy, and proof of work. Hosted by me, Rod at BitKite. And I'm also on uh, Noster, by the way, bitcoinpark.com forward slash Rod if you want to follow me there. And my co-host, Econo Alchemist, by that name on Twitter, and hopefully more active in the near future on Noster. Uh, this week, we don't have a, a guest other than me and Eco, um, since the majority of folks are in uh, Miami enjoying the conference down there. And now we are in episode number 18. Eco, my friend, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Good to be back in the studio. Heck yeah, man. And I apologize last week for not uh, being there for the full episode with you guys, but please do check it out. It was fantastic. Uh, actually, that's the only pod... I mean... I hate hearing my own voice. I think that's one of the few Pod Two Fifty Six episodes I've re-listened to, and it was uh, filled with just gold. No worries, dude. Everybody's got real lives outside of recording a podcast. So, but we have like you know, I take a lot of responsibility, and I know you do too, with our ten million plus fans. So it's just. It's a big responsibility that we got to take ownership of, and I, I kind of failed us last week. Don't beat yourself up. You guys absolutely crushed it. Uh, shout out to Business Cat. Shout out to Rob. Uh, although, F Rob right now. He's supposed to be here with us, but he big-timed us and is at the conference in Miami with his flowing hair. Yep, got the Miami conference going on. Yeah, and uh, I mean, he, he gets the fame of getting on Pod 256, and mm -hmm. he gets all these groupies. And the groupies are like, when Miami? And so he packs his Speedo, his banana hammock, and is like, Ma uh, mom, wife, kiddo, got to go, in that order. And uh, flies down there, and the next thing you know, he's been just MIA. I'm like, yeah. living the good life. Yeah, must be nice, Rob. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so he goes and, you know, now is killing it on his own. Um and by the way, Business Cat is just big brain. I freaking love that guy. Yeah, that was awesome having him on the show. I had no idea what his background was in. Like, I didn't really know much about him. And dude, he's really involved in the Bitcoin space. He's got a super interesting background. Really cool, dude. Really well-spoken and intelligent. Yeah, 100%. And uh, we I, I didn't check the show notes last week, but I hope we linked to his podcast. We did. Okay, cool. Um, I got to go like and subscribe to that one. Rock, paper, Bitcoin. Rock, yep. paper, Bitcoin. Wow, that's good. Um, awesome, man. 
All right, Eco. So there's uh, a lot going on with Miami uh, going on. Uh, obviously, both of us not there uh, this year, which is a bummer. Um, I will say this. Uh, I think there's a non-zero chance that I won't be at the uh, – I will – sorry, let me make sure I phrase this correctly. I will be at the next year's conference, 2024, uh, and I hope you will uh, be there too. All right, so shall we just jump right into it, Eco, and let's go to the state of the network? Yeah, let's let's give a shout out to the miners who've been pointing us hash rate this week. If you're interested in making a contribution and sponsoring the podcast, you can edit the configuration file on your miner at home, and you can put in any Lincoin mining URL and use pod256 as the worker name and then append that with your alias whatever like your twitter handle is if you want us to give you a shout out on twitter or you can put any name in there we had greta thunberg at one point so you just put pod256 dot your alias and and then we'll see you show up in our dashboard on lincoin and so for the last week we've had business cat we've had an entity called 2x a hash We've had Bikes and Bitcoin, an entity called Lonely Pumpkins, and we've got a new one this week Ooh. called Pleb Miner Hot Tub, and they're coming in hot with nearly 12 terahash. Let's so I think go. they're pointing like an entire S9 at our mining pool right now. Dude, all you guys, uh, Business Cat Repeat, as well as Rob, anytime, come on back. And Lonely Pumpkins, 2x a hash, as well as Pleb Hot Tub. Is that Did I get that right? Pleb Miner Hot Tub. Pleb Miner Hot Tub. Come on. Um, thank you very, very much. Um, by the way, quick. Attention. The uh, telehash still s slaps. I mean, a number of people I talk to, they're like, oh, that's genius. Thank you. Um, so I'm like, and every week I just keep saying this. I'm like, we're, we're, we're like doing this, Eco. Yeah. We're going to meme it into existence. Yeah. And 24 hours 24 guests live and th this was the other idea maybe we practice um yeah we definitely want the hashers to have their own um you know benefits for push pointing hash to us and maybe they're just the to be able to come on the 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 pod not to talk business on air um but maybe we do something like a uh not spaces but like maybe on the discord or spaces and live stream this show and then have the hashers be the uh, allowed to speak during the the live recording. That would be kind of cool um, as an idea. And then we can edit it, you know, as we see fit to make us look good, as always. Yeah, I like that. Starting to take form. Yeah. And tangent. All right, back to you, sir. All right, let's jump into bitrar.com, the difficulty estimator. Current block height, 790339. Current difficulty, 95 point... Sorry, I got... <laughs> I'm dyslexic today. 49.5 trillion. And the previous difficulty was 48 trillion. So the adjustment that happened yesterday was a positive 3.2% adjustment. Uh, so as of right now, we're only like 60, 68 blocks into the current difficulty epoch, which is number 392. Oof. 
I have no comments on, by the way, other than, or do we, does, does difficulty just continuously go up now? Are we in the phase where everyone and their mom is getting bullish before the happening and just wanting to plug in? Well, it's, you know, it's knocking on the door of uh, 50 trillion and I don't think it's ever going below 40 trillion, which happened at about roughly the 300 exa hash mark. Um, you know, so if we look at the hash rate chart from mempool.space, it's, uh, yeah, I was actually kind of surprised to see a downward difficulty adjustment two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, but that happened. Hash rate is back up new all time high on hash rate, 354 exahash on the 14 day moving average. So yeah, it's dude, I, I think it's a one way street. You know, if you zoom out all the way, it always has been, but yeah. Yeah. The reason why I say that is like if you scroll through the um, Telegram channel, uh, I think it's called Minor Mag or something like that, and it's been all this uh, pubco raised X amount of money to go and or or did this not raised but uh, invested X amount of millions of dollars, and they're adding five X a hash, six X a hash, ten X a hash, what one X a hash on uh, you know to the overall hash rate market, and it just, it, I don't know. I don't know which way to, uh, I'm a kind of a bear as it relates to overall mining going into the halving. Cause I don't know how the price is going to be truly reflected based on a number of externalities out there. And I think a lot of people are going to continuously get wrecked. I don't think we've gotten wrecked enough. And so I'm nervous about more wreckage, if you will. And then all of a sudden there's going to just be a, a massive amount of fire sales on like half a megawatt, one megawatt, 10 megawatt sites that are almost either f almost built or fully built. And then who are the guy? Uh, who are the folks that are in good solid cash and Bitcoin positions to continue to scoop those up? So I don't know. That was my long-winded vague answer of saying, I just have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't either. And, you know, obviously I'm, I'm spot on with my predictions all the time, but I'll uh, add another one to the pile. I think, I think there comes a point in time where the bottleneck becomes getting your hands on ASIC hardware. Ooh. And so I think, I think there's enough like large players, um, like what's going on in the middle East and enough like big projects going on and enough people that have, the experience of 2021 and prior years and and that kind of wreckage and i think there's enough people here that are like playing the long game and doing it in like larger quantities that at a certain point either getting asic hardware becomes the bottleneck and so if that happens i think you see people diverting money that they wanted to put into mining hardware into buying Bitcoin itself instead. And so then you've got like this, you'll see like a hesitation in hash rate where like the hash rate can't climb because there's this bottleneck in getting their hands on ASICs. You know, you got Intel who backed out of the market. So you're mm -hmm. stuck with two providers, yet the user base for mining hardware continues to get bigger and bigger. So like how big and how fast can Bitmain and MicroBT grow and get and fulfill the market demand. I think the market's going to continue growing and and have such a demand that they can't even keep up with it at some point. And especially if the U.S. 
keeps clamping down on like exporting three nanometer chip technology mm-hmm. like they have on China. Um, so yeah, I, I just kind of see that putting pressure on um, not to sound like a financial analyst or anything, but like, I think that puts like upward pressure on the Bitcoin price because people are trying to get money into Bitcoin and into mining. And the, there's like just not enough uh, hardware there to buy. And so they're diverting that money to actual Bitcoin. And then the hash rate is kind of hesitating. So you, which makes mining even more profitable mm-hmm. uh, because the hash rate isn't going up. So you're not like uh, slowly, reducing the number of sats you're earning every day it kind of like hits this point where it kind of plateaus but the value of bitcoin continues to increase and outpaces the hash rate growth interesting so that's like yeah a more bullish take and it's interesting you're framing around asic hardware we'll we'll get back to that as as the bottleneck by the way because i actually I don't know. I would I, I would possibly take the counter to that, and it's really around the infrastructure. And then people or companies getting so wrecked that they got to fire sale a bunch of their existing infrastructure, and then you know secondary um, ASICs, like even the hundred terahash uh, machines that are doing whatever efficiency versus like our friend Rob was tweeting out the what was the M fifty S plus plus and those yeah, specs. Yeah, I saw that. And so, like, the next one, the next one, and then people, again, in those stronger cash positions are able to acquire those, do your famous tax accounting and tax treatment on that eco, and write off and accelerate a lot of the depreciation on those machines, and then be in a much better position versus the folks that were top-ticking it around, like, $80 and $100 per terahash on less efficient machines, um, and also have a, a variable higher all in electricity costs. I don't know. I just, I see a, like a, a world where there's a gluttony of ASICs just hitting the market. And I'll say this, I wouldn't bet against you. You are, uh, you have the, what do they call it? The orb? Or maybe that's not a good term right now with the world coin bullshit, but. Um, crystal the, ball. The, the, thank you, Tom. The crystal ball. Uh, me fail English. That's impossible. Um, and uh, yeah. And so I would not bet against Econo Alchemist. Well, I've definitely been wrong before, so only time will tell. Uh, in, my, in, my, in the 72 years that I've known you, you haven't been wrong once. So, um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's take a look at ASIC prices. Just trying to help out your OPSEC. <laughs> uh, not far from it. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. So the... ASICs with 25 joules per terahash or better efficiency are trading at about $21.10 per terahash. Uh, Just to give you an idea, they started the year at uh, the calendar year. So going back to like mid-June of 2022, they started there at about $65.15 per terahash, and they're down to about $21 per terahash. Um, kind of a similar trend with the ASICs around. Um, so the 25 joules per terahash and better, that's going to be like your 130, 120 terahash model ASICs. And then like your 100 terahash ASICs are your like 38 joules per terahash 
to 25 joules per terahash range. Those are trading at just under $16 per terahash. And on the calendar year, they're down from $67.59 per terahash. So uh, just to give you an idea of what the last years looked like. Not to give people life advice, but I'm going to give some life advice. Just remember the taste in your mouth when bad things happen because then uh, hopefully it helps inform you know future decisions that you make. I You bringing up the $65 and actually even if you elongate that out a bit more, you know, the price of Proterash was like $85 and $100. Thankfully, I was not buying at that point in time. But I did buy some ASICs at that $65, and man, the taste in my mouth right now is like, uh, there's no way. I, I remember the feeling. I'm like, I am so dang smart. I am buying the bottom here, and uh, we're, 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 we're good to go. We're Gucci. And now it's just like the $18, $20 per terahash. It's like, <sighs> this now makes me feel like a bull every time we talk about this. It's like I need to figure out other ways to plug in miners like ASAP. Yeah, dude, they're just like how fast the the whole landscape changed. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think anyone got out of that unscathed. You know, I def I bought uh, Antminer S19A Pro in November of 2021, like at the very <laughs> peak. Like all it has done is gone down in value since I bought it. It was like, and I bought like the whole black box package. So I spent like, dude. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm, even want to I'm say I'm laughing th- because I'm, I'm in the same boat, bro. I'm in the same boat. I've done the same thing. Yeah. Uh, what can you do? What can you do? Uh, learn, survive. And at the end of the day, what's the, car- what's the number one rule? And by the way, Business Cat also confirmed it last week on the, the show because he was like, oh, I'm itching to buy some machines. But do not buy those paperweights if you do not have a place to plug them in. Yeah. Straight up. Oh, you you want to be a, a ASIC minor trader? Good fucking luck. I'd rather be like looking at tr- uh, trading triangles and drawing like Simpsons charts and doing that kind of shit rather than trading ASICs. Yeah, I don't want to try my hand at it. I'm not letting go of the ASICs I bought. I'm not trading them. Yeah. I'm an awful trader though. Buy high, sell low. Is that the yeah, right no, I'm not vernacular? Good, I'm not good at that. <laughs> no, no, I think you're good at that. Or maybe, yeah, buy high, sell low. All gas, no brakes, full scent. Oh, yeah. See, I heard, like, you put them when in you your said mind. it, I, I, yeah, I visualize, like, buying, making what? money. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> no. I visualize making money, but I did not. <laughs> yeah. See, that, this is why I suck at trading. Like, you say one thing, I hear the exact opposite. And then I just get wrecked. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, cool. So shall we go to the hash price, which, by the way, last week was a really nice little uptick in the hash price, if we will. Yeah, yeah because, uh, because some of the transaction fees in the block rewards were larger than the subsidies. I mean, just crazy. Um, yeah, so looking at insights.brains.com, the hash price and hash value are way down from their peak last week. So the hash value last week was 458 sats per terahash per day. And fast forward to today, that is 281. And the hash price was 12.7 cents a week ago. And today it is 7.7 cents per terahash per day. 
Dude, this shit is not for the faint of heart, man. I mean, like, you know, you create these models or you create a business plan and it's just like you went from 12 cents uh, down to seven cents in a week. Just. Well, yeah, but like the week prior to that, it was like 7.2 cents. So you're still up on the (laughs) two week trend. But I think, you know, I think most people, I I guess I'm assuming I would like to think most people understood that whatever sort of congestion was happening on the mempool was going to be temporary. I, I hope nobody like <laughs> bet the farm on <laughs> becoming a Bitcoin miner and sustaining their business or their hobby at those rates. Yeah. Um, but dumber things have happened, you know? Yeah. Like, like Ledger offering to back up your private key for you. Dude, what are your thoughts on that, Eco? Fuck Ledger, you stupid motherfuckers. What the fuck are you thinking? It completely defeats the purpose of having a hardware wallet. You're using KYC information that, like, you have already proven you're negligent, gross negligent. Over a million users had their name, their email, their phone number. Uh, Some percentage, some large percentage of those million users had their... Uh, physical home address leaked in the ledger mm-hmm. data breach yep. in the summer of 2020 and dude like the all that information was dumped on the black market and so you've got like actual like violent criminals who will buy that information and then use it to go shake people down at their homes or kidnap their kids hold the kid for ransom because they know they've got cryptocurrency and then like some of these smart criminals can actually like start using leaked data from other data breaches and they can start getting like a very crystal clear picture of their targets. So like if you take, for example, any number of the other data breaches that have happened related to Bitcoin, then they they know that you're like, um, you know, you're custodying your keys here and like they know you've bought this kind of hardware and they see that you've like traded this volume or you've been on this exchange they see your exchange history they can paint like a very sophisticated picture of who you are how much you've got and how much value you have as a target and then go after you and so like not only do you have like the data breach and the hackers risk part of it but then you also have like the governmental overreach part of it where you've got this honeypot Mm -hmm. and you've got this company and then you've got a government who's just like, uh, yeah, we want to like implement a new wealth tax. So anyone with cryptocurrency over $50,000, we're just going to like scrape everything off the top of that. And so we need information on these people. And so they can go to the exchanges. The exchanges are going to want to, you know, they're never going to put the user's best interest first. So they're going to comply with whatever the government wants. And the government says, give us the list. They'll cough it up. And then, you know, who knows what the tax authorities in these countries are going to do with that information and how they're going to go after people and use it. So, yeah, you've got the risk of hackers. You've got the risk of governments infringing on your freedoms. um, And you're like putting your private key information in the hands of a company that's already proven to be grossly negligent uh, on multiple levels. So epic fail on Ledger's part. And it completely defeats the purpose of a hardware wallet. So, like, dude, fuck these guys. I have nothing else to say about them. Yeah, very well said, man. Um, 
I have not like gone deep down this rabbit hole. I just have opened up Twitter and I've seen like an outpouring of like just like shame on what they're doing. First of all, I kind of lost almost all respect when they introduced the um, the necklace. Uh, oh yeah, thing. I thought it was an April Fool's joke at first. And like, oh no, uh, rep your uh, ledger device with you all at all times. It's like, if you want to hold generational wealth, the last thing you want to do is have it on your person at all times. If that's you know you know what you're doing, isn't that sort of the point of having a digital like censorship resistant network? Is that you don't have to carry it on your person at all times? Like, that's insane. Well, yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah, insane. it's supposed you know like. If we wanted to do that, we would just be wearing all of our wealth and gold jewelry <laughs> yeah. like they used to, you know, and like, yeah. Or have it like, fuck it. Why not have it just on your mobile device? Like, you know, mobile wallet. You don't need that signing device. Right. Like why add complexity to the whole equation if you're rocking it as a as a chain? But the one that like irked me, I think the most eco was that they uh, deleted the the tweet, which was, uh, one of two. Technically speaking, it is and always has been possible to write firmware that facilitates key extraction. You have always trusted Ledger not to deploy such firmware, whether you knew it or not. Yeah, because they're closed what the source. Fuck? <laughs> I mean, uh, how you could sleep again? One of the goals in life, at least for me, is sleeping well at night. How would you even be possible to sleep well at night reading that? I don't know. I don't know how anyone could read that tweet and not immediately vacate whatever wallets they have on Ledger and never look back. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a full stop always no for me. Uh, even though I, you know, when someone was like, oh, can you go audit the uh, source code? I'm like, I can. But there's like 30 friends in my trusted network that can and that are. And that's my my own personal federated model of trusting uh, this wallet and this signing device versus a closed source one like Ledger. Yeah, between Ledger's move to what seems to me like put users at a disadvantage and put governments in a more advantageous position and Treasure's, Trezor's move to fund chain analysis through implementing yeah. Wasabi's coin join implementation, which you know, you fund chain, uh, not chain analysis, the company, but like just chain surveillance in general, like they're funding a chain surveillance company, they're partnered with them. So as users pay fees into the Wasabi coin join, those fees are used to pay the chain surveillance company, which further advances the advantages that governments and their third party contractors have over the people. So between the moves that Trezor and Ledger have made recently, I'm just uh, I'm completely taken aback by how this space is evolving and and what's been developing here recently. It's uh, very disappointing to see, and I, I think everyone should stay as vigilant as they possibly can. So in the, in these scenarios, and we'll continue on this change because I'm curious, would you recommend uh, folks to go to multi-sig or do you recommend still single sig but like a single sig like a foundation or a cold card or a jade? Or a I don't think there's. I think single sig is fine for the vast majority of people and like the vast majority of, of amounts that people deal with in Bitcoin. You know, if you've got like, like a lot, a lot of money, and you're a really 
good user and you you understand what you're doing and you've got people around you that understand what you're doing and you've like talked to your family about whatever your recovery protocol is, then yeah, I think multi-sig can make a lot of sense. Um, I also think if you do a multi-sig quorum, it's a good idea to incorporate devices from different manufacturers. Mm -hmm. So like a cold card and a foundation passport and a seed signer you know, use three different signing devices for your quorum or use multiples of each of those devices for whatever size quorum you want to make. But um, yeah, I think, I think multi-sig is awesome. Um, if, if the circumstances are right for it, uh, if it's warranted. Uh, but I, I just think people need to understand that it does add complexity to your setup and you have to if you're, you have to ask yourself, like, how is my family going to recover this if I get hit by a bus tomorrow? Mm -hmm. You know, do they, do they know where to go to find the instructions and do they know what the protocol is? And like, have you sat down and done that with your wife or your partner or your children or your parents, whoever that is, and figured that out? Because, um, you know, I think even like a single SIG setup is going to be overly complicated for the majority of people who have never touched this stuff before. Yeah. Going from zero to that is just kind of a, it's a big mountain. This reminds me, and we'll end the tangent. It reminds me of like when you were like elementary school, or maybe they did it in middle school and high school, like a fire drill. It's like, okay, we're just going a fire drill. Everyone gets in line. They go through the steps. It's like, you know, just the same motions. If there was a fucking actual fire, everyone's like heads are going to be like, you know, chopped off and run around like headless chickens, right? Yeah. It's kind of like maybe you, you want to incorporate like a, a test fire drill, but like be like serious about it and like, hey, here's like, like walk me through the protocol. Like I told you, you know, walk me through this. So like, um, I don't know, it's just a, a thought of mine. Uh, I hold yeah. all my coin my uh 0. 0.1365 coin on coinbase so i'm all right <laughs> <I'm such> a... <laughs> uh all right so amp miner s9 you want to be at below four cents per kilowatt hour and if you've got like an m30s you want to be below eight cents per kilowatt hour and if you've got like a Antminer S19 XP, you want to be below 14 cents per kilowatt hour uh, to be mining profitably right now. By the way, in our group chat, Eco, I just, uh, Christian, I'm actually talking with him on Monday, CMO of Brains. Oh, yeah. He reached out. Um, he wants to talk some shop, and I think at least. I don't know. But he sent me that picture. What am I looking at in that picture? Uh, that... To me, hang on, I got to zoom in. It looks like a control board to me. Yeah. Let's see, zero emission Bitcoin miner, mine with brains, and then inside time for plan B brains. It looks like looks like their... they've developed their own control board for ant miners, I'm guessing. Interesting, right? So yeah, it could be to like replace like a beagle bone board or something like that. Anyways, uh, I think they're going to have a mining conference. and uh, Oh, yeah, because they were going to do one like during COVID, but they're, I think it was Prague was requiring uh, vaccines, so they, they ended up canceling it. And they just – I was actually talking with Christian a lot leading up to their event, just helping him out behind the scenes. Um, 
And uh, it just takes so much work, so much coordination, the traveling, the logistics and blah, blah, blah. Then just getting the speakers, you know, hurting those cats. But I think they're going to run it back for next year, which will be cool. Um, By that point in time, I mean, if – if our PJ is like up and running, like maybe we'll just hop over for a day or two, eco, and then come home. Uh, probably make it home what's by a, dinner time. What's a P? Oh, our private jet. Uh, do you still fly scheduled? I don't know. I don't even know what that means, <laughs> dude. Somebody, I, came I just, I just show once. up and they roll out the red carpet that, and I exactly. get on my fucking plane. Exactly, exactly. I own it. Why shouldn't I? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Somebody once flexed to me. They're like, oh, you flew scheduled here? I'm like, what do you mean? I went to the airport. Yeah, my flight was at 120. Yeah. He's like, I was like, oh, wait. You mean you just go to the the airport and then you tell the pilot you go? Okay. That makes a ton of sense. So now it's a joke between me and Ben Carman. Um, <laughs> asking people like, oh, you you oh, that's where you're going? Oh, that's interesting. You flying scheduled? Oh, that's that's interesting too. Bear markets hit people differently. It fucking annoys me so much when people ask you those like invasive questions just so they can like determine your financial value so they can <laughs> decide how much respect they're going to offer you while you're discussing something with them. Like, fuck off. Just be a human being, dude. True. Yep. But if you're a jokester like me and also people know how poor I am, they like to like, you know, uh, like pat me on the top of the head, uh, if you will. Um, so it's more more in a friendly way. Um, but I agree the douchebags that are actually doing this and actually saying this with like real meaning, they can yeah, fuck yeah. right off. They can enjoy, That's what I mean. They can enjoy their ERC 20 stuff and, uh, their, their other events. Um, cool. So that was a good state of the network. Um, so let's go into the news. Big news, by the way. Hot news, hot off the presses. Should I tee this one up? Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, excited for you guys. Yeah. Harry, Big Brain, Giga Chad, Sudok is uh, joining Matt and I as a partner on Bitcoin Park. A uh, long time in the making. Uh, he's been so kind with his time, like since t- December of 21. That's uh, he's been coming out to Nashville. Um, I think he's been here like maybe six or seven times now, attending meetups. Like, just like anytime we asked him, he's been here the next, like, pretty much like the next day and helping out. And he's been loving the park. And uh, Grid's business in general is like very heavily focused in Tennessee. And he's been planning to make a move to Tennessee for some time. And it just worked out that he's going to be moving to Nashville, loves the park. We love him. He loves us. And we just figured out a deal and he's going to be working with us. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's, so, right. that's so awesome. He's going to be such a great asset for, for what you guys are doing there in Bitcoin Park. And I think it's obviously going to be very symbiotic. I think he's going to get a lot out of it too. And, you know, just the network and the the support you're putting in place for the industry as a whole is just awesome. I love what you guys are doing out there. And I'm glad to see somebody like Harry joining on board because he's a very intelligent and intentional person. And, and I think you guys are just going to 
be on this rocket ship to the fucking moon and and I'll just be down here on earth just like I I once knew those guys I need a bullshit button uh ASAP Tom um <laughs> And I also need – I wish we had video here because then we would take pomps, BlockFi, uh, like rocket ship, <laughs> and then <laughs> put overlay Eco's rocket ship. You've seen that meme, right? Of pomp? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that you you're purposely doing that? There are no coincidences here. That's right. That's right. Now, but like just to close the loop, I mean like our mining summit, which you were a, a fantastic participant in, I thought was awesome. Now imagine like Harry being very involved in the content, the experience, and so on from his perspective, um, what that could look like. And then also just overall, like our summits from the Lightning Summit to Nosterville to our uh, grassroots Bitcoin to the list goes on. It's just super, super bullish for the local Bitcoin community here, our global Bitcoin park community our company supporters, our members, our friends like you and others. Um, it's just going to be so dang cool. I'm excited for you guys. Um, all right. So enough talking my own book and uh, depressing Eco that he doesn't get to hang with us every day. Um, by the way, I added this because I thought it was pretty interesting. I don't know how it relates to Bitcoin mining, but Tether um, – to invest up to 15% of its profits in Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. I saw I saw that headline. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they're basically printing cash because they're putting it into T-bills, I think, which earns interest. And so they have uh, of their excess cash up to 15%. They're just going to start just buying Bitcoin, go forward. Not a bad strategy, in my opinion. We'll see how it works out. Yeah. I mean, who, who wouldn't want to buy Bitcoin with 15% of their disposable income. This <sighs> This makes me think of those people that are like, oh, this will outperform Bitcoin over, you know, X period of time. Wait, do we have a chat person in here? Oh, no, that's you. You're sharing your own tweet? He did oh, his own okay. poll. Yeah, he did his own poll. And you did your own poll. Well, yeah. Dude, you're getting rocked right now. <laughs> Good. Um, shit, what was I talking about? Uh, the, oh, yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> These uh, – I easily get distracted. Bird? Okay. Um, the uh, guys are like, oh, we invest in this startup or you invest in this like uh, mutual fund, blah, blah. It will outperform Bitcoin. I'm like, okay. Give me an investment over 10 years from today. The problem is I'm not – I don't even care to know that person probably in 10 years. So it's not going to be like a really good bet. But anyways, assuming I do, like let's see who performs better, you know? And I'll, I wish uh, – my point is I wish I had a stack of money that I could back it up like hundreds of thousands of dollars and be like, all right, I will put that money and I'll buy Bitcoin today. You make your investment and whoever's – outperforms the other person they just swap those dollars well actually because they'll be at zero and i'll be at like a billion so it wouldn't make sense actually yeah they just got to buy the same amount of bitcoin that i bought on that day so like let's say i put for argument's <laughs> sake a hundred thousand at 25k so that's four bitcoin they got to give me four bitcoin in, in 10 years um okay i mean we got a light news week this week just because we've been jamming on a number of things but uh the I wonder if there's going to be 
I mean, there's going to be a number of announcements, one of which is this M50S++. What do you think is going to be the specs for that machine, out of curiosity? Oh, man, I bet... I bet it's going to be pretty close to 20 joules per terahash. I bet like 160 terahash. Ooh, 160. Okay. What would that be? Let me get my calculator here. Yeah, for the viewers listening here, Eco's got a great abacus that he works off of. <laughs> yeah, I bet you. I bet you. If I bet it, it's. Uh, Sub 20 joules per terahash. I bet it's like right around 3,000 watts, 160 terahash. Hmm. Interesting. God bless. I want to freaking plug in more monitors right now. Even though I started off the pod saying I was a bear, now it's just like I want to get my hands on some of this new, new gen stuff and just go ham. Um, well, yeah, two-thirds of... Yeah, go on. I, I was just going to say two-thirds of Twitter thinks that it's pronounced Beck 32. Yeah. So who's wrong? I am. I'm wrong. You're damn right. According to the overwhelming public consensus, which I'm just going to throw out the window and say, fuck all y'all. You're all wrong. It's pronounced Betch 32. It's B-E-C-H. Learn how to read the English fucking language. And Eco takes his ball and goes home. <laughs> yep. I love it. Um, let's go to Home Miner of the Week. By the way, uh, this uh, you buy your tickets now. They're not even for sale. Just, you know, we haven't even announced a date, but you want to be in Nashville in January. Just stay for the month and we'll, we'll probably, you know, pop up Telehash. So just so that you can just walk in. Um, our hashers will get a comp ticket, I think. They got a – yeah, they'll get a fucking comp ticket. I don't care. Um, uh, we'll actually have a hashers corner. I'll, now I'm literally thinking of these ideas out, uh, out loud. We should have our own hashers corner, you know, like the VIP section of any of these stupid conferences, you know, where you're like segregating people. We should just do it in a cheeky way where we just have like our hashers and the non-hashers be like, oh, yeah, you fuckers are the ones not donating hash. Okay, you guys go over here in this kitty corner with the kitty pool. Oh, the hashers? Yeah, you guys get the caviar, the butler <laughs> service, and like, you know. You have a little roped-in area. Yeah, roped-in area. Big yeah. dudes standing yeah. out front. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, the event space, we like 90% is for the hashers and then like carve <laughs> out like a small sliver of 10, like 10%. It's like a single file line where they got to like just stand upright. <laughs> even like, and they just have like really uncomfortable chairs and yeah, there's not enough totally. seating and totally lunchables. But then like the lunchables. hashers get all the nice shit. Oh yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like how uh, this is why we work well together. That's good. Diabolical. Um, all right. Who's our home miner of the week, Eco? Uh, all right. This one goes out to Schnitzel. He's always up to something creative in the mining space. And if you're not following him on Twitter, you should ask what yourself what you're doing with your life. He, uh, he, I like this one because if you go back almost three years now to when Diverter published Mining for the Streets, he put his ASIC inside like a Coleman cooler to yeah. 
you remember, to like help with the noise, but he like drilled holes in it so you could pass air through it. But then it was like in the cooler to like help with the noise. So I like this one because it seemed like a, to me kind of like a throwback to that first like home mining iteration in the cooler. Mm -hmm. But he's doing this with immersion fluid. So Schnitzel put this tweet out and it says, we made it. Setup is done. Bitcoin house heater. That's a, ha a hashtag. Uh, he's got it set up at Bitcoin 2023. Bring your swimsuits and chillax in the sats heated hot tub. Um, oh, so I wonder if maybe this is the hot tub that's pointing hash rate to us. The Oh, shit. The... Um, what was the name? The Pleb Miner Hot Tub is pointing hash rate to our Lincoin mining pool account. Oh. So I wonder if that has anything to do with these guys. Anyways, uh, yeah, so he's got this cooler and then he like puts the ASIC in it and then fills it with immersion fluid. So uh, I just thought that that was... Yeah, this is so dope. Really resourceful and cool and yeah. So for the folks out there, he... I don't know his booth number, but you got to go find him. It looks like a little garden area. Um, this is so dang cool. Good on you. And I, I, Hey, I was not following schnitzel and I read that wrong right now. I am following you schnitzel. Um, and if it's you, that's pointing us the hash, which, you know, I'm not Columbo or anything, but using my deductive reasoning skills, it seem, would seem like it. Um, thank you. It looks like he just posted another tweet it says 107 degrees Fahrenheit, 42 degrees Celsius and growing. The hot tub at the Bitcoin conference is ready. So yeah, they've got they've got a whole hot tub set up. He's got a video here. It's like a, a faux outdoor area. It's got like palm trees and astroturf grass. Yeah, yeah. He's got his immersion tank with the ASIC and the dielectric oil in it, and then he's got a little um, I forget what they're called, like a little crossover heater where like the hot oil goes in one side of the loop and then the water for the hot tub goes through the other side of the loop and it transfers the heat from the oil to the water. And then the water's pumped into the hot tub. And so, yeah, that looks like the hot tub's up to 107 from his uh, amp miner. This is awesome. Um, Schnitzel, you're the man. Uh, come visit us in Nashville uh, and bring one of those. That'd be cool to, to demo anytime you want. Eco, this was another fantastic pod, man. Look forward to getting back in the saddle with you again next week. Hell yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll hopefully have a lot to talk about with breaking news from the Miami 2023 conference. And uh, who knows what the next Bitcoin hardware wallet manufacturer debacle will bring, but we'll be here to talk about it and any mining developments. Yeah, and last but not least, I'd be curious to know where the uh, conference will be next year. So maybe we'll, we'll touch on that next week as well. I'm dying to find out. Thanks, everybody. Can I be like a quarter of the man that you are? Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're yes, you say, can. You're supposed to say like, no, Rod, you're, you're good. You're, you're, you're strong. You're confident. Yeah, you look good. Uh, okay. No, you, you just gotta, you just, you quit asking permission and just start doing shit because you want it done. That's right. That's right.